Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're so kind. Back from your bathroom break, are ya? That's dope. Hi, welcome back. It's the whole hard truth presented by the DNVR podcast network. Search the DNVR. Search the whole hard truth wherever you get your podcasts. That's how you go run into this one. That's how you're going to find this one. Like and subscribe, like and subscribe, like and subscribe. So uh, where do we leave off? Oh, we were talking to oh, part three, excuse me, episode five, the whole hard truth. Um, we left off talking to uh, my man CJ about some serious issues. You know what I mean? Where do we fall as a community, communally, uh, as African-Americans when it comes to our allegiance to the to the Democratic Party uh, and our place in politics uh, among the body, the body, excuse me, politic in general. That's the issue that we're tackling. Um, and I hope to this point you realize that the guy that I'm talking to, my man Charles Johnson, is uh, he's been voir dire, uh, bona fide to speak on these things. Um, you know, if you have thoughts on what you've heard so far, if you have thoughts that you want to share, uh, you have opinions, I invite you to join the conversation. Uh, asking for a friend hotline, 415-364-8623, 415-364-8623. You drop a line there, you leave me a message. Your voice can make the whole hard truth, just like you're hearing from my people. We're going to finish this conversation with, with my big bro, CJ, and then we're going to kick to the piece of resistance. I get to sit with family, for real. They're all family, but... This is blood, um, but we'll get to that in a second. As uh, my sister June Carroll, one of the stars of the new Hulu hit Hellstrom, will join me on the show. We're just going to talk memories, TV, her experiences um, in the show that she's in, um, and just what brought her to this point. I'm so proud. I'm so I'm so happy to be able to just sit and chop it up with my sister um, to to round out episode five. But we're not done. With, uh, with, with, with this first subject. So let's, uh, let's get CJ back in here um, and uh, finish out this conversation. How should the black community approach its um, electoral duties and its civic duties? That's the conversation we having uh, on The Whole Hard Truth, episode five. Here, black. I'm here. Well, you was on some deep shit right there, bro. Hey, man. I just feel like we gotta stop fucking around with these cats. They abuse our votes, CJ. But now, who, who, now let me ask you, who, who, who are the they that you speak of? Both of the two parties. I don't, you know, personally, I come down now. I just look at. Did you see the ballot in Colorado? How many people are actually running for president? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, I almost got pissed off and walked out the damn, uh, out the library when I saw Kanye West's name at the bottom DJ, of the damn. Here's the, here's the trip now, and I'll let you know this. I had to vote in California, okay? Because I still, you know, by the time COVID right. hit, I just had never changed my license over here. Right. So I had never changed my voter registration. And by the time COVID hit, they closed down the DMV. What are you going to happen there? So I had to vote in California. Would you believe if I told you this, CJ, that Kanye West is on the ballot in California? 
as the vice presidential candidate under some dude, Rocky, whatever, Guerrero, whatever, who's on our own. He's not even on the ballot in the same way in California as he is in Colorado. <laughs> hey, man, I, it's, it's, I'm going to tell you, man, it's heartbreaking. And I, I think you mentioned or someone mentioned to me, uh, Lil Wayne, Kanye, yeah. Yeah. Ice Cube. I'm trying to figure out what, what, what's happening here. Because, again, I, I want to get back to 1980 when my daddy said, this is why I vote Democrat, mm-hmm. right? It, it's just money. It's just I have access to programs and, and things are funded that helps you all, like the rec center. Right. You know, the rec center, right? The, the, the city gets the money to keep the rec center open. And I need that because I don't get off work to such and such. And you need real practical things. Not yeah, pragmatic. Yeah. yeah. And, and so... You know, I'm, I'm looking at an election like this, and I'm saying, what is the what is the value to the black community to vote Republican as a practical matter, not well, philosophically? I'm talking about as a practical matter. You you have an administration that's in court right now to completely do away with health care as we know it, right? How many of my brothers and sisters would suffer immensely without access to health care for sure and, 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 I, and i'm like well to me that is huge and I'm, that's a practical issue not some highbrow philosophical issue that's real life for sure how can i support someone who's saying i don't have plans i just want to kill it and what happens to you and your family cj y- y'all figure that out you know yeah, whatever I can't support that. I listen. Some would say, and I'm trusting, because I didn't have to get uh, <laughs> family friends to make sure that I'm not on the wrong side of history. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you well, better be you careful, bro. Average, I said, you got to know me better than that. I was never vote. Yeah, that, that's not going to happen. The man's a racist. What I'm saying though is, some would say, CJ, and there's proof uh, pre-COVID that the economy was booming under this man. In- for working class people. The problem is that that, that, act, that that argument has for me and for, I think, people of a more centered or centrist mindset or the system is broken from both sides mindset is that from a practical standpoint, some would say that left leaning policy or sentiment behind COVID-19 is what made it bad for everybody, including the black community that he had to that point created people was eating i'm on the streets a lot bro i i'm like i'm not i would never question uh you know i mean you're you're bona fides amongst our people i'm just saying i'm amongst everybody that is on that lower rung that has been affected by let's say this piece of it's not even a piece of legislation it's just policy right and he was a staunch advocate of not that being the case of, of staying open and, and he has remained that and so a lot of people in our community, as a practical matter, look at just a current policy issue where they're like, now listen, him striking down the ACA, they already eliminated the, 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 the individual mandate, what, in 2017, 18? Mm-hmm. Um, him striking mm-hmm. down the ACA didn't have much of an effect on, most, on, on a lot of people. Now, COVID comes in, and, and you can say that the, I don't know how health care uh, played a part in as many people you know, went to or did not go to the hospital based on the ACA and, and during COVID, 
what those effects are remaining to be seen. What I do know is that if you wanted to get tested, you can go somewhere and get tested. If you need to go get treated, you can go somewhere and get treated. Healthcare hasn't been eliminated to this point in 2020. And then the entire working class economy was shut down behind what is, I think, widely considered left-leaning policy in terms of dealing with COVID. Well, what's the, what's the, what's the left-leaning policy? You're talking about... Is that you shut down and you, you shut down and you hunker down until the, the, until the uh, virus is gone. And then once the virus is gone, then we'll all get back to life as, normal, life as we know it. Even if that means, hey, you got to stop going to work and you can't figure out how to feed your family, we'll do it. We'll, we'll help you feed your family until they cut off the aid. Okay, all right. I know people right. like this, bro. I know I, 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 Listen, I'm, 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 I'm with you. And, I, and again, I think, I think it's incumbent upon all of us to, to really to be – because it's dangerous to get this wrong. Yeah, it's, sure. not, it's not – you know, it's dangerous to get it wrong. For sure. So if, here, here's what we're dealing with from my perspective. Again, I'm going back to 1980. Sure. So when, 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 when Trump takes office, gives a massive tax cut that benefits the wealth, companies and wealth. We, we know that. There's no argument there. No. There is nobody that you just mentioned or that you were just speaking of before that said, man, that tax cut, boy, that was, that was the difference in me eating and not eating. That's not that wasn't the point. So so the the resources go to where they always go in Republican administrations at the, to the very top. To the top. And, it, and and the idea is that it trickles down. There are some benefits to that, but what happens is is it, it's we're we're at the you're at the behest of the the CEOs, the decision makers in company. You're at the behest of because they can decide. You know, hell, we're going to send these jobs over to, you know, the, the, the labor pool in Mexico or in Indonesia uh, is a lot better. And by the way, my obligation as a CEO is to my shareholders. That's right. Not to not to black folk, not to poor white folk, you know, minimum wage, 15 bucks. You got to be kidding me. That's crazy. Who would right. do that? You know, 15 bucks an hour. No, we're going to keep them at seven an hour. What does that do? Can you even? No, you right. And and so and so we we get we get high off the sugar, and don't realize that it's making us sick. And so what 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 I'm saying is, and then you have a pandemic. Then life happens, right? See, when you cut a deal with the devil, you get burnt. I don't give a damn who the devil is. If you when you deal with the devil, you're going to get burnt. And in this context, and follow what I'm saying, right? there, there, this isn't a purity test. For sure. There are no, there, you know, there are no gods in this, but there are a lot of devils. And yeah, so, sure. and so you, you, you cut that deal, then life happens. Pandemic hits. Here we are, a year into a pandemic, almost a year into a pandemic. The federal government has forfeited its responsibility to get us back into an environment where the economy can grow. For sure. This, this false choice of what you know open or close because of a worldwide pandemic that killed my uncle and my cousins couldn't even be in a in a hospital that he With died. The you know, my 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 uh, two uncles that my sister now suffering immensely from COVID, you know, and, and I'm saying to myself, 
what's the trade-off here? Right, right. Why am I in a position, or any of us in a position where the choice is suffer from COVID or eat? Right, right. Why is that the choice? Why is that the choice? And I would submit that the choice was that's the fire and the heat and the and the pain we suffer from cutting the deal with the devil. It never works out. You know, I, I gotta say this because I love the perspective because it's often it's often time in our in our own silos, you know, that we lose sight of like, you know, the fact that this is a big, wide ranging problem. You know. Um big enough to encompass so many different life is nuanced. You know, life is it's not it's not cookie cutter. It I, it almost even listening to it, it almost brings me back to this. I just don't think this thing has been working for any of us mm. to this point. I just don't see that, and I'm just keeping it a buck. And I think that the fact that we're so that we're so walled off in this binary conversation puts people who are very much alike at opposition for no for no reason at all. Our politics gave us Donald Trump because that's a, a, something that I can't. He shouldn't even be sitting in the chair. What I was told is that he lost, unless they're lying, he lost that vote by two million plus votes. Three that's million not, votes, yeah. That's yeah. not that's not, you know, two hundred thousand votes. That's not right. twenty thousand votes. Right. Like if you can't make the decision with uh, then what so I'm like, so what the fuck if y'all y'all keep handing us shit and telling us that it's first and turf. You know what I'm saying? Like and and Right. That well, deal, that that deal. When you say that deal with the devil, I feel like that deal is the complacency that this whole thing that they keep telling us works. That and then we see that it doesn't work. Your vote counts. You vote. She wins. No, she doesn't. Why? Oh, because of this. You see what I'm saying? It's like oh, no, 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 no doubt. And, and but here's here's my my. I I I tend to look inward, right? I tend to look inward first and say. The game, they're running game on us. The game, and that's what you—that's what I'm hearing you echo is that. Listen, the system is gaming black folk. The system games the black community. It is so true. And the system, and when I say game, it's you know, all hues, all races of people are gaming the black community. Right. The the here here is here is where I think. We are missing something. Our power is far greater than than what we realize. Mm. We act as we act as if we are dependent on Joe Biden or Donald Trump mm-hmm. or Republicans or Democrats mm-hmm. or anybody for our well being. We we so we so our conversations even sound that way. And I'm saying, sure. wait a minute. I'm thinking. I'm saying, just take an examination of how how much we underperform in terms of what we demand and the consequences for not coming through for our community. Right. Just think about it. So when I hear, you know, when I hear uh, someone like Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent, how do I say that shit on? Yeah, I think it's Fifty. I think it's Fifty. You know what I mean? It's, it's the D, yeah. Fitty. Fitty. Okay. I'm old, bro. 
That guy. How does uh, you know? Because I'm I'm sitting here thinking, everyone takes black folk for granted, even black folk. For sure. What is what is his or cubes or what's the rationale? Like, what's the pragmatic rationale? Well, I I see, and this is why I'm glad. Okay, you helped bring me back, like the good radio man that you are. The contract with Black America is something that cute. Now listen. He said a lot of things because I was like, you know, when celebrities jump in, and I'm like, well, somebody got to do it. We ain't doing this for his guys. When celebrities jump in, what's your motivation? When you read the contract with Black America, what he is saying is that the Black population is what? 13.4% of, yep. of the total population. And we catch 100% of the hell. <laughs> right. So, That's right. So, forgive us if we philosophically divorce ourselves from the party that, yeah, sure, you know, you're in office and the money trickles down in the, in the rec centers. We haven't gotten economically wealthy behind your policies. And we could look at some of your policies and say, we suffered under the same boot that you're trying yep. to tell me that, that these, these motherfuckers got from me over here. And we yep. look at the Republicans, it's like, well, y'all are racist. <laughs> so, right. you know what I'm saying? It's pretty much... So, we know y'all got this binary game going back and forth of uh, Pong, Beach Box, and you tell this one's bad and that one's bad. And this one's bad and that. We, I see politicians for what they are, especially in the two-party system. Well, guess what now, guys? Of that 13.4% of your population that you were banking on having, Mr. Democrat, or you're hoping to siphon off Mr. Republican, we vote as a block. And this contract says our demand. And these things are not enactable in 2023. 2035 or 2042, these are inactable by the time you get in the office. Because that's what it's going to take for you to commit to in order to get this block of votes, whatever it's worth. That's a game that you can play and win, CJ. And I'm saying, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. We haven't done the work. Cube hasn't done the work to galvanize his people so that that block that we speak of actually means something. Philosophically, he's absolutely right. The problem is, what is he delivering? Movies, straight out of Compton. (laughs) Right, right, right. Like what, exactly. Like what what are you actually delivering, right? I mean, is that, that 13.4% exists, are you... Do, have you have we done the work inside our own crib, inside our own community to say, all right, here's the playbook. Everybody right. agrees? Yes. Right. Everybody's registered? Yes. Everybody knows, got their voting plan? Yes. Okay, now we're going to face outward and say to Michael Hancock, to governor, uh, you know, whoever the governor, to everybody, here is what this, because now it's real. See, right now I just hear, I hear people talking. And and, 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 and and then I go back to 1980, and I say, well, there's an election that's happening next Tuesday. All I really know is what I actually know, that right. one one guy is in court trying to kill the health care system. The other guy is saying, nope, 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 nope. We got to make sure that, you know, and as the parent of a 21 and a 23-year-old, I'm saying, wait, 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 wait a minute. You know, if pre-existing conditions. I know my community is. That's one issue, right? And 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 there are a number of them. I'm just voting as a practical matter. I got ten boxes that I need to check, and one guy checks the box for seven of those, and the other, 
and and then the other three just neither one neither one of them are uh, uh, representing my position. I guess who I'm voting for. I'm voting for the guy who checks the most boxes for me. Mm. That's my practice. Now, I didn't cut the deal to get all that I I wanted or all that I need because that's the power that a community can bring to it. That's why I say we underperform as as a community, not on election day, but every other day. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's, that's, and I think as a, that's the American electorate as a whole. Um, yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. And I think that, and, and that's by design. Or? For sure. I think that that is the, the grand design, to be quite honest with you, is to I tell mean, people <laughs> that share economic circumstances that they're different because, well, one is conservative, one is liberal. Well, what matters most in your everyday life is how much do you pay for health care? How much do you pay for food, lights, water? Right, because that, the other right. things happen in your home, and then as an extension of your home, maybe your small, like, really nuclear community, you go to this church, and your kids go to that school. and You know, you can decide those things granularly on your own. But the, the, the big ticket items are pretty much shared experiences by everyone. And 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 the the, the way the system is set up is that it 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 makes black and white what is very rainbow-like in terms of nuance and spectrum. But, listen, okay, so let me ask you this. What, is it, uh, what does this place look like? Because here's w- with what you just said. If this were happening in the vacuum, CJ, and this weren't a year where Americans are literally meeting up. Now, listen, I've known people to be angsty uh, and, and violent, usually after sports, yep. which is funny. Yep. You know what I mean? That's when it's like sports right now. It's like sports right. outside right now, CJ. Like That's Team right. Biden and Team Trump are in the streets beating on each other. Nobody's yeah. looking at the system that's been failing us all up to this point. And, you know, at least throwing a little. These niggas wouldn't get live in the chat room uh, for the most part uh, with any real position of authority, but will beat the hell out of their neighbor. What the hell does our country look like post? Because neither whoever loses is not going to be the type that goes home quietly. I think that this peaceful transfer of power means a lot more in the streets. Are y'all peacefully going to be able to say, okay, your side won or your side won when this is all said and done? I don't see that happening, bro. Well, uh, and and, and I, I perhaps I, you know I, I guess I'm more hopeful, but I hear you. I'm with you know that there's a good chance that this thing can come unspun. Uh, as a result of this election, but uh, uh, even even still, what I'm mm-hmm. saying, on is that we have to be clear-eyed as we can about what we're doing and why we're doing it. You know, when you have a party that is actively and publicly trying to suppress your ability to vote, I'm just not that. There's not. What am I negotiating with you about? Okay, let me, you, you. Let, let, let me ask you something along them lines. Because mm-hmm. this is breaking, it, it's out there. Um, voter suppression, as, uh, again, understand, this comes from a moderate sentence. I don't fuck with either side. I'm just keeping it in the book. But what do you say to a person who is like, okay, voter suppression is somebody actively trying to suppress people's ability to vote with a clear mind and conscience? Well, let's, say, black, say, let's say actively trying to suppress black folks' vote. Okay, actually we're trying to suppress black votes. Uh, or, yeah, okay, I, I, I'll take that because I'm a philosopher. I'm going to tie you a knot right here. Okay. 
Would you say that the want to keep any bad news from sticking to Joe Biden, would you say that that could affect the black vote? It's preventing bad news from sticking to Joe Biden. Does that affect the black vote? Because the thought might be, well, if these bad news sticks to him and he loses followers because he, would that be considered tampering with the black vote? No, I don't look at it. I don't look at it as a direct effort to uh, to prevent someone from voting. I look well, at it as, I look at it as what you're describing is what people do to try and convince you who to vote for. Exactly, which is six and one hand and a half dozen in Preventing, uh, but I agree, preventing you from voting totally or preventing you from voting for the other guy. Yeah, those but, are two different things, right? Because. Okay. Because the franchise is intact, I I have a right to vote, and no one is trying to take that away from me. Now, okay. who I vote for, well, let's 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 see. You know, let me do my homework. Let me figure okay, this so out. Let's 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 do a sports analogy. Then they say in sports, if it didn't work, when they're talking about cheating, if they didn't work, they wouldn't do it. They say that, right? Right. So if, if you it, ain't cheating, you ain't trying. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So. Do you think that it's fair to the electorate, let alone the black electorate, that there would be a, a campaign seemingly, or, or if I'm if I'm on the Republican side, what I would be telling you is there's a campaign to keep everybody from knowing just how dirty politician Joe Biden is. That is election tampering and cheating. Do you see where that would be? What would you say in response to that person? Well, I would say that's exactly you know that's what it's you know it's 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 what parties do. It's what people who support folks do, and it's incumbent upon the opposition. To get the information out there If there's information out there on Joe Biden I guarantee you there's not a Democrat In the world that's going to stop a Republican From putting it out in the, in the public sphere Well unless you talk about Twitter Because Twitter made it illegal to even have it on their On their website Well well, I think that again I think Twitter is that, think, Put it this way What I've seen This president Put out on Twitter Okay Is, okay. is dangerous it is violently dangerous and so for twitter to say okay we are going to monitor our platform so that we're not crossing that line where people's lives are in danger because of misinformation or lies it's not like we're talking about saint nick here this guy lies all the time for sure q and nine um, white supremacy, the Proud Boys. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm looking at this thing again. I'm going back to 1980. Just as a practical matter, forget the. We I, I think sometimes on you and you and I, you know us, brothers with some education and some means and some access. I, I think sometimes we and I know you take pride in and I do too, keeping keeping our feet on you know keeping our our heartbeat in the community. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, well, you know, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. This guy is is promoting what? He's supporting who? His policies are what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other guy, he may be. You may only get half a turd with him, but I got two turds with this guy. <laughs> again, it's th- these are these are these are choices. But one of these two guys will be the president of the United States for sure. I think one of the most consequential votes in modern presidential history was in 2016. 
And where we are today, as you described it, Armageddon, I mean, just crazy, on the brink of it all exploding, is a product of our, of the, of the touch we lost as a practical matter in 2016. Mm. This, this, this experiment, whatever it is, is so damn fragile. The one thing I've learned over the last four years is things that I've taken for granted, I'm looking oh, at man. now and saying, uh-oh, no, 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 this, you know, this doesn't just happen because we wake up every morning and we were blessed to be born in the good old USA. This thing, as imperfect as it is, is on the brink of collapse. I have no idea what the other side looks like. Bruh, I'm, CJ, I'm telling you, I, it's palpable. I think that a lot of what I'm seeing people do and behave, how they're behaving in the streets with one another, is simply from the existential stress of the threat of such unknowns. Like, we have never. And, then, you know, I think that, you know, like you, you said, you know, the, the election in 2016 might have been the most paramount. This one feels like the book's already been written. We, we're just waiting for the big reveal. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very, very effectual. This is not causal. This, this is the tail end of, or, but, you know, what's crazy is I think back to our conversations then and things that I was telling you, and, and now I'm kind of scared today because I did take issue with the Democratic Party and how they handled the 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 their, um, Bernie Sanders bill, um, and I think wrong from that, but at the same time, I, I think chickens coming to home to roost is is appropriate because when you don't do right by your constituents, and in that case, I do say the African-Americans need a large part of that conversation, just in the overall grand scheme of things. And you, 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 you play with under tactics, you run the risk of having those chickens come home to roost. And yeah. Yeah. I remember saying to you at the time, well, if this is how they're going to conduct themselves, the only reason I could see any merit in that fat orange slob of a man <laughs> to be in the seat is that you people are going to see what it's like when you fuck with the bull, you're going to get the horns. Yeah. Enough of this telling us that we have a democracy when you want to manipulate it. And that might be the best thing for the system because I'm not an anarchist, but I do believe that we're broken today. And I think that we can rise out of the ashes or whatever comes next. I think that the die is already cast. Um, they've got brother against brother. We're at each other's throat in the street. I still don't think anybody's focusing their attention on the real problem, which is being with people in Congress. Forty seven years, Joe Biden only the heart for him, and I'm just saying that's smart off the story. Rich old white men and rich and so funny, and now we finally terrorizing something. So again, no. I'm, I'm looking at it in the black man, and and, and I, I don't know if you remember me the weapon three, four weeks ago with the uh, with the with the last born in hell. And and there's a there's a line that he has in, in in that oh, I'm sorry, Die Hard with Bruce Willis. There's a line that he has in that movie when he says, That's a white man with white problems. Tell me when they come up past hundred and twenty six. You get what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. This 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 nation's way of being has always been to obfuscate and cheat, and then overcome, and then maybe apologize, and obfuscate and take, and then overcome, and then maybe apologize, and obfuscate, and that's right. this, that, you can't build a, you can't build the land of the free and the home of the brave off this much bullshit. Listen, listen, I, 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 you're preaching to the choir, bro. You are preaching to 
the choir. Uh, fundamental. I mean, if you think about it, hell, the original. It, it, when voting started, only white men property owners could vote, right? I mean, and so we we understand what the French about it and and what it took to even get to where we are today, where we can simply I can go cast I can go down the library and cast my vote. Sure, we, that didn't just happen. That was many many lynchings and and, yeah. and lives and suffering and pain and uh, it's that that's the product of a system that to this day still tries to deny me that right because it wasn't rooted in it wasn't born out of me having the right to vote i it, so so again i think i think the challenge for us is to we have to lift as we climb or mm. we have to we have to engage the today, as we have an eye on the future in terms of, of, of our aspirations of what this has to be, we can't forfeit the engagement of today because it has real ramifications because it's not perfect. I see, I see a lot of disdain with the Democratic Party. It's almost like you know the one, the one you're closest to or the one you love most is the one that can hurt you the most. And so when we evaluate these parties in a two-party system, you know, it, it's almost like, okay, the Democrats, you've gotten all of my love for all these years, and and here are the, you know, okay, those three things you're cool on, but here are the eight things that you just completely screwed me on, and so I'm hurt because I give you my loyalty, I give you our vote, we give you our vote in mass, we're the most dependable but and 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 you're hurting me you're not i'm not i'm not the come up ain't right ain't real for me now you turn across the street and say now republican oh shit i don't even know where to start like <laughs> you know it's like you know you want to take my right away to vote you want to take money out of the out of the community you want to you want to you want to do the i'm like it it we're pragmatic people. We're very practical people. Give me a reason to consider you. Give me a reason to consider. I'm not going to consider you. I can't even use you as real leverage to get more out of the Democratic Party because you don't even show up 90% of the time. Right. I mean, you're saying things like, like, you know, how can we stop them from voting? How can we stop them from voting? Right? How can we how can we defund, you know, community-based programs that those kids are dependent on? Dependent on. How do, how can we? And I'm saying, well, in reality, that's not even a legitimate option. I would be gleeful if we had two parties fighting it out for the for black love. <laughs> The reality is, <laughs> we really don't have one party that's we fighting don't know. for black people, right? And, and and so the question, for, I get back to a point I made a few minutes ago. Now I'm saying, all right, all right, they don't love us naturally. We get that. This is the United States of America. We know from 1619 how we got to where we are, and we know the battle and the and the, the, the road traveled to get here. This wasn't constructed for us. We had to fight for every little morsel we got. 
Mm-hmm. Now, what? How do how do I best consolidate and leverage whatever power I can make muster up to get what we need? Mm-hmm. That it, it's not about what we're damn fools if we're thinking a Republican or a Democrat just just gives it up. Just say, hey, listen, we were wrong. We were right. just wrong, and in order to right this wrong, you know, we're gonna we're gonna concede. Power and privilege in order to right this wrong. That's not how power doesn't concede itself. Privilege no, doesn't, doesn't concede itself. And rarely ever does it, yeah, it never relinquishes power. Whenever it gets you to concede, it will never relinquish taking ground, ever. A- a- absolutely. And, and so the question isn't who, who's. The question is it who you know loves us most. It is what are we going to demand out of out of this, and how do we best leverage? How do we best construct a leverageable position to demand something? That's the yeah, question. man. That's the that's that's uh that's gonna be a long range one. We ain't got but till Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. So yes. <laughs> so in the meantime, protect your right to vote. <laughs> protect your health care just the things that we know you know what I'm saying I mean it, it is a it, it is a constant climb walk crawl you know it's not linear you know our challenge isn't linear we can't say we're going to do this we have to do all this shit at the same time yeah for sure you got to juggle I mean it's, it's been that since uh, emancipation you know what I mean and then, you know um, everything from that has just been you know on the job training on your 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 voice is is sharp enough, it's bright enough, intelligent enough, engaged enough to begin to bridge these gaps between people in their in in, in common communities, neighborhoods coming together, and just you could see I could see it sort of. Like a ripple in a in a in a pond, you know, just taking hold. But Orn is to me, Orn, you're the guy who can say, okay, let's start, let's 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 have real conversations about what just what do we want? Like like Park Hill, like you know, coffee at the point. We just don't have a a meeting every Saturday about, and, and the only thing we're gonna discuss. Is what do we want? We ain't gonna talk about who do we want because right. the who is a product of the what. We have to determine what we want. It's interesting when I see I envy Republicans in a lot of ways. They're they're asked if the reason they can vote for Donald Trump because they don't give a shit about anything other than tax cuts. That's right. Uh, 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 right to life. Right. Second Amendment. Listen, bro. That's the you, list. you you good on all three? Right. That's the list. Oh shit! You can uh, you can do whatever the hell you want. You can put a noose up. <laughs> you can put a noose up at the White House and say if a Negro come over here, we they don't, they are clear about what they value and that's what they vote on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You got I've often looked at it like you know because you know Republican automatically more times than not in America means Christian from a certain fundamentalist standpoint. 
And I've often been like, that's a hell of a party to make a man change God because it doesn't matter. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as Donald Trump got in, I looked at every Christian like, I, I'd love to hear this one. I'd love <laughs> to hear you explain this one. It's How other, that hey, 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 I'm, I'm going to throw another layer on that. Hey, how about, you know, these black preachers, Christians? Who is support? I mean, that's like, hey, whoa. Hey, man, what, what, what pulpit? I need to go check Pastor's pulpit. He probably got a pistol up there. Hey, man, Mr. Two Corinthians. And, and, and you know, I'm, <laughs> I've, I've always said, man, I've always Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different conversation, man, because, you know, I, I am as God-fearing a Christian as you're going to find. And. I'm calling bullshit on a lot of what's happening in, Man, our, in our community. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Listen, the plank in my brother's eye, I'll leave it alone. But that's bullshit. Just so y'all know, we're going to all call it clear. You know, we got all our, we all have our own crosses there. But I've watched, I mean, Olympic level gymnastics. Or it, when it comes hey, to, <laughs> hey, listen. Listen, I, I, you know. I, Soleil. I've, I've just seen a couple passes. Soleil, they went through that. Support. It's unbelievable, man. I I grew up in the hood in Detroit. I've seen a lot of pimping in my life, <laughs> but I gotta tell you, man, the one unforgivable you can't pimp Christ. Uh, no, if, you, if, if you engage in that game, that's uh, you're just hey, going man, too far. That's something waiting on you, man. I appreciate your time, brother. Honestly, uh, love you, boy. Hey, man, we need your voice, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for that. Okay, baby. Then. All right, my man. Peace. Hey man, Jesus, 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 uh, to the doorstep of many, many a new family member, um, and Charles Johnson, aka CJ, is is no less that to me. So thank you, bro. Uh, I appreciate you joining me. What you what would you think about that conversation? As you head into, you know, as we head into uh, election day, you know, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully it's the weekend. You're, you know, you're, you're you've either celebrated Halloween or, you know, what I mean, you, you're, you're getting ready to celebrate Halloween or. You're coming off of a uh, of a good celebration of Halloween, and you know it's about to get freaky dicky in these streets. So it's like you know, um, it's it's good to have that reprieve. But where where are you at? You know what I mean. And and, and now, obviously, that conversation was geared for um, people who look like me. But my show is made for people who look like we. So I'd love to hear the perspective of. Don't feel like you need to bow out of a conversation just because it's not specifically about you i i really encourage that and and i really would love to hear from you know what i mean my 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 from all walks on how you feel about that about uh how we should all maybe maybe it's not just a black thing maybe we should all look at this political process and uh how we just give our allegiance away to these people who don't seem to have our best interest at heart when it comes to legislating on our behalf. Maybe we all need to think about that. 415-364-8623. 415-364-8623. You say, what is that? What's that, Orrin? That is, for those of you who just joined, that is the whole hard truth asking for a friend line. You can call and you can leave 
a message uh, based on anything that you've heard uh, thus far or on any of the shows or something that's just on your mind that you're burning about and you want answers to. And you can do that anonymously or you can put your name to it. It's pretty simple. Asking for a friend line. 415-364-8623. All right. So without further ado, this is the one that I'm just like, oh, my God. How many times do you get to share um, a, a, a story, a history with a person um, and then watch them climb to, you know, great success, great success, the, the, the pinnacles of success, um, you know, and, and, and I feel like that with I'm blessed. You know, I mean, both of my older sisters kill it. Uh, you know, Joanne Reed um, of the readout and uh, who you about to meet is June Carroll. A.K.A. June Lamena. That's my oldest sister. That's both of our older sister, Big Sis, um, who is killing it in the Hollywood scene. She is one of the stars of Hulu's new series, Hellstrom. Uh, and it's been received well. Let's just say that. It's going well. And I'm so happy for her. I'm so proud of her. And I was so honored to have the opportunity to sit with my Big Sis and just chop it up about everything acting and thespian and hellstrom and you know a little bit of our past is mixed in there this is the capper the piece de resistance um i'm 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 proud and honored to introduce you to june carroll aka dr louise hastings of the hulu hit show hellstrom right here on the whole heart truth presented by the dmvr podcast network Take it away, Moonbeam. Um, doc, uh, uh, Dr. Louise Hastings. Speaking. Ah, yeah, Dr. Hastings. Uh, my name is Orrin Lament. I've been here to talk to you about a, a, a haunting that's going on in my house. Okay, okay. Uh, I've we... a serious possession problem. It's my okay. dryer. Your dryer? Yeah. Really? I okay. I believe that it's possessed by the spirit of the woman mm-hmm. who used to beat her husband with it. <laughs> with, with the dryer hose? Yeah, with the dryer hose. <laughs> no, she, yeah. He well, we've got somebody who can help with that. He was trying to force, you know, some very, you know, stereotypical role shit on her. She wasn't having yeah. it. She yeah. beat him with the dryer hose. <laughs> And then I guess decided to spend the rest of her days haunting my home and my kitchen. <laughs> Hi, Moonbeam. Hi, what? What are you doing? Nothing. I'm talking to you. I love it. I love it. I love this it. This is so exciting. Like on <laughs> so many levels. You have like <laughs> so when when it when it happens and it's this good, you don't even really know where to start. Yeah. So I'm going to start with the fact that you used to bully me when we were kids. I did not. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I did not. I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? What do you mean? No. How's it been? Like, what? what is this like, Moonbeam? Like, I, I want to live vicariously through you for a second. So, um, to go, look, forget that. You uh, get to watch yourself. Do what it is that you've dedicated your life to for a long time at a very high yeah. level in such a compelling, yeah. in such a compelling role in the series. Like, what is that like? Do you watch it? I do. I watch. We, Mark, and I watched the whole thing in a weekend. 
<laughs> and um, I mean, it was surreal. It was surreal. It was like, um, every, I, I, I don't really have words for it. It was, it was amazing to watch. And I kept remembering, oh my gosh, I remember when we did that. Oh, I remember when we did that. Oh yeah, we did that. Oh, that made it in there. You know, I, um, it was, it was, and it was one of those times, I think the thing, and you probably know this, when you get to a, um, a place where you, you, you sort of get to do what you love, uh-huh. there's that part of you that can't quite enjoy it and just sit and be quiet and watch it. Right. You know, you're, cause you're just like, oh, I should have, oh, I why didn't that, oh, I could have, oh, um, this time, I think I was able to sort of suspend that critical part of my brain wow. and just watch because it's so much fun. I'm moon. It's fun watching you kick ass. I almost oh. like jumping the team once because you guys were wrestling you and um, I'm, I'm gassing at the sister's name right now. You guys, were fighting, you guys were fighting in the basement. Oh, yes. Like, yes. One of them yes. my sister now, and I'm like, hey, look, motherfucker. That's not, that, that's not how that works. And then somebody's looking at me like, uh, that's a TV show. Oh, yeah. No. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm sorry. It's, it's, like, me. I'm fine. Ultimate, it's the ultimate in, in, in make-believe, like, it's the biggest budget. It, it looks, I mean, it's so well shot, Moon. Like, you yeah. Guys, the cast, you guys um, gel so well together. Like, early on, Moon, I got to tell you, one of the most proud moments in my life for a second is the series opens up with you at that desk. Yeah. And I saw a lot of in that moment, like, so much of what, you know, we had to get us to this point. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we, yeah. got, we have a shared experience in our in our childhood yes. and, and saw, you know, our home from different perspectives, right? You, yes. You're the oldest sister, I'm the youngest brother, you know, yep. you have the sibling, you're a girl, I'm a boy, you know, all yep. the things, you know, when you're going through high school trauma, I'm still, you know, playing with Daryl and Legos and all that. Right. Wild shit, and it's like, but there's this thing that was just, and I don't want to overstep, first of all, Mindhunter is the first time, not the first time, but it's like, you and Cockin was like, that's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you know the glasses, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then this was another moment when I was just like, oh, whoa, that, I know that's a, it's not connected, but it is for me. It was just, it's surreal, Moon. Like, I it's love surreal. it. I'm, I'm so proud of you, and I'm so happy for you. Oh, my gosh. Like, thank you. When you do say, like, that you get to just sit back and watch it, you so you completely suspended Critical, are you already thinking about different nuances and things you're going to plan on going forward? It's just really weird. It was one of those things where it was just kind of like I was just sort of sitting there dumbstruck and going, I was, there were times when I was scared. There were times when I was worried. There were times when I was nervous. And I was like, wait, what are you going to do? You want to What's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? You know how this goes. Right. You live this. I lived this, and yet, I just think that they did such an incredible job. The whole team, it's, number one, the actors are amazing. Every, 
every scene, I just was like, okay, I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring it because these people are not messing around. <laughs> well, you brought it, like, and you always, you always want to, you know, you always want to do your best work, but I think that this was, um, there was something really, uh, it was just a kind of kismet. Yeah. with all of us where you we just i think there was a there was just a level of dedication to the work and i think it was i i don't think it was sheer terror i don't think it was just terror i think it was you know like th like that first time i get to play with sydney you right. know who plays anna i'm just like i am in awe of her because she has this capacity or trouble mm. that you're just like what is this child gonna do what am, what is she right. gonna do i don't know what she's gonna do i don't know what she's gonna do whereas with tom he's just heartbreaking you know yeah, he's, there's a tragedy in his in his in his eyes like it's, yeah yeah for sure you know but then and then with bob there is this um sense of play and history that just was I, just leaking out of him I just as opposed as, and then with Ariana it was the um mentor mentee but she's teaching me right and then and then there's Beth who's just on a whole nother level mother just mother, she's a whole other level. Mother, I'm telling you, like that the flip, the, mm -hmm. the, the type of acting that it has to take to, because for you, you absorbed a persona and a character, and you're you're giving it back. She's done. She has to do that twice. Yeah, twice. Which, which and, and very convincingly, not you know, like it, like mother. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I, it, I it literally is. Like, what the fuck? You those fucking spooks. Yeah. Did you it's, feel? Did you feel that? Like, did you feel like? Is it? What does it feel like inside of that? When you're, does it feel spooky, or does it feel like you're in? Here? You know what's funny is it feels like. Uh, I felt I I I got what. Um, Louise would be intrigued about. Hmm. You know, there's this mystery afoot. Who is this person I have inherited mm -hmm. and am a caretaker for? But there's a mystery there. Right. And I just want to solve the mystery. Who is yeah, this person? I'm like, it's dope to like break those in this role one um and two to see it like you know just from a personal standpoint it's just like it's because they were left with you and, and the, the daughter was left the sister was left with um mm -hmm, with caretaker with caretaker and then daniel with you and the and the the willingness once you see like this boy ain't right, <laughs> mm -hmm. you're like oh he's he's 
wow, that's there's a right. lot of a lot happening there. To stay through that and see that young person through to adulthood, I think in general it's just like as a metaphor. Yeah, that's an amazing. That's an amazing story in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, Damon's story is um, incredible. It's incredible, and you know you're seeing this person who has been given this. I don't know this burden. Yeah. Yeah, and the kid who plays him, Nolan, you know, the young Damon, Nolan, just had this heartbreaking help me to him. When that you, you have, were just. When you and you. Gear on yeah. and you first meet him and you like sit down to hug him, I was just like, damn, yeah, like it's because he's like freaking out and you know what I mean? His yeah. powers are, are starting to show yeah. other kids and it's just like, damn. That's, and he yeah. just, he just looks. So lost, he looks so lost, and you're just like, how do I help you? How do I? Okay, let me just hold you because that's the only thing I can think to do right now. But it's enough. Right now, it's enough. It has to be. Yeah. So, let me ask you this thing. Um, So, when you look at the character, like, who are you rooting for? (laughs) Who are you rooting for? Yeah. Like. I'm rooting for the three, for the, for for all three of them. I mean, Damon because I feel like I know his heart. Mm-hmm. Anna because I made a choice that affects her, and I want to see things be made right. Yeah. And Victoria, I'm rooting for because she's just been through so much. She's so I, I, honestly, I'm I'm rooting for the family. I'm rooting for that the family. And you know, I think it's one of the things that's really special about it is that you know, very often I, I, I'm speaking as a black woman. Yeah. You find yourself as an actor being a helpmate. Right. And it can be really frustrating because you don't have your own wants, your own needs, your own wishes, your own hopes and dreams. It's always that of the people that you are supporting. Yeah. Right. Whereas with this story, I got to... Um, think that through mm-hmm. and I was challenged by it and I am not asked I'm not asked the story the, 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 the writers didn't ask me to be less than human and that is so incredibly rare mm. I, you know I wasn't asked to be um, just sort of um, good natured and perfect. Right, right, right. You know, I actually have a struggle. And I'm not sure I'm up to this task. And, you know, very early on I say to Damon, you know, I raised you better than that. But that goes, that a lot goes into that. 
Right. So much goes into that. And it, it was so exciting to be able to fight with that, wrestle with that. Mm. It was just so gratifying to be able to wrestle with that. What does it mean to give yourself over to this situation and just try to see it through and get things wrong? Right. It's got a lot of connotations with what it feels like everybody's going through existentially right now. It's yeah. tough that you're. It's tough for me that you're a part of something that can take my mind off of the world. Yeah. My sister gives me a chance, to, but and then it's even doper that the that the. Uh, the circle back is that I think the themes are real um, <clears throat> the themes are real pivotal or the, what am I trying to say they, just, they kind of run parallel to what's happening right now like, they really Go ahead. yes yes I think that it's such a timely story because you know these are people who are being asked to decide who they are in the face of the worst possible circumstance. Exactly. Exactly. And they happen to be very special people. Mm-hmm. Two of them happen to be very, three of them, let's say, happen to be very special people. But everybody is faced with the same challenge. Who am I going to be in the face of pure evil? Right. And you know what, Jenny, we say three of them. I... I would challenge you to go a step further. Um, both your character, uh, the stewards of the two children, yes, yes, to step outside of their human. Like, yeah. have, I, listen, I'm a human. Like, I'm if, human. If a nigga confronted me with the son of Satan, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. That's it. Uh, peace. Nothing to love, but peace. I sign up for this shit. Nobody told me this was going to be real, Satan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then yep. you know, with with this and, and with with Hellstrom and 
like these little things that before I found myself big old high pollution or and I'm bigger than the world, you know, you know, I you know, escapism and better than yeah. and right now the world is just like, uh, uh, uh you probably yeah. pull your head out for a second, catch a breath, yeah. you know, and have your sister remind you that it's Satan at the door and then get back to the <laughs> <laughs> and now back to our regularly scheduled programming. You know, yeah. Right, your regularly scheduled freakout. So, so tell me, like, when? Okay, when it started? Yeah. Now you're getting in hindsight. You get to you see the final product. Yeah. You're able to take remembrances. When it started, what were you? What were your? What did you know about this franchise? What did you know about what you were going into? Um, and what did it feel like when it started? You know, and did you think that it would be? Did you feel like it early on it was going to be what we're all witnessing? Because right now, moment, I'm t- no bullshit. Not just as your brother, this is Emmy award winning shit. This, oh, seriously, this hope. and the Mandalorian, the yeah. show. C was really good. Um, yeah, that was the one with Jason Momoa. Like, show uh-huh. that sparked my sort of. My weirdo interest was like, yeah, I am a superhero, and I'm gonna be doing that. <laughs> 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 that you know, really do I think can still things up. So anyway, back to my, my original question, people. When did you did you ever feel during when you're doing like this is fucking special? Um, I don't know that I did. I honestly, because it was just like it's just. For me, it, it, you just do the work that's in front of you. Yeah. And, you know, you just, you kind of have an inkling. It's tight, you know. Okay, yeah. No, it's tight. This 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 thing sings, you know. It sings. But you don't necessarily. Wait for a second. I can't hear you. I did? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come back. Hello? Hello? No. Hello? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Can you hear me now? No. Hello? Oh, she's so powerful. That, you zapped away. It got good to you, and you just... I know. <laughs> I floated away. He's oh. into another universe. You're like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's because as this wants to happen, because there are more things in heaven and earth. Um hey. Well, I I think that when we started, you just, you know, okay, that's pretty tight. But you don't know much more than that because I think for a lot of reasons, you know, we didn't get scripts uh, in advance. So we didn't really know what the season was going to look like, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, And honestly, all you can do is what's in front of you. And you just go day to day you just you're just doing the work and you're just going i'm happy i'm working and you know you're working with such fun people that it's just like i'm going to work yay um i don't know that i could say much more than that much more than that it was it seemed pretty tight you know it's it was a story that i was having fun telling yeah you know and um that was kind of as far as I took it because I think what, what happens is you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself because if you do, then you never know if you're going to finish the series. You don't know if the series is going to get out of the 
out of the gate. You don't know if the series is going to be, well, if they're going to let the series be released. You don't know if the release right. is going to be, be, be mount to, amount to anything. So there are all of these sort of gatekeepers that keep you from getting too far ahead of it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I think it does, it's more the method of being in the moment. And I think so. Giving yourself to the work as opposed to picturing what you think the work can be. Yeah. Because it's going to end up being whatever it, whatever it's going to end up being, and you probably are best served by standing. It just feels like, like I don't know if you guys, the, the writers or whoever, just, you guys swung and hit hard. You know, when you were sitting there talking, I was thinking about stuff that we used to watch when we were younger. And you yeah. remember like Battlestar Galactica? Yep. Yep, and that never-ending chase that they were yep. having across the galaxy to like, you know, every minute when you thought Starbuck and them had figured it out and the Cylons were beat. Like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, just, yes. They just have to pick up the whole colony. Yeah, they're just journey, and it's like it remind. I don't know what when you were talking, it just reminded me of like, like we got a lot. We grew up on a lot of dope TV. Like, is this? We did. It's got to be sick, dude. That you're like, you know, we grew up on a lot of really dope TV. Like, I'm a TV kid, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Pre-internet era when TV was our escape, and some of the shows that came out of there are iconic, and this, I'm not just saying this, because I said, like, this feels like one of them won. Yay! Oh. It feels like that to me, too, if I'm honest. It does, when it, when I think about it, when I think, if I think about it a little too hard, you know, give myself a little too much time to think about it. There does feel like something really iconic. I just think that this family is incredibly special. Yeah. And they are, um, I don't know. They, they're, they're just sort of indelible. They make a mark. Yeah. And you just, being sort of a satellite in that feels really like significant it is man. It, yeah. I mean, it, it is definitely i mean that's that's a, that's a three for three uh yeah. two for you like mind hunter was like my my moment was just like don't tell him don't say shit to her don't say nothing to my sister you know what I'm like don't <laughs> does what she wants she does what she wants you don't say nothing to her <laughs> but um this was like Nah, man, like, you are amongst your peers. Like, that shit's rad. That means a lot. Thank you. No, seriously, Moon, like, you know, we don't have a lot. I I struggle, I think, sometimes with this. Not escapism. I can spend time doing a lot of stuff that doesn't bother me. You know what I mean? I've I've grown accustomed to who I am as a person. But, you know what I mean? You know, just worthwhile things to put your mind into. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, Netflix and chill became quarantine and Netflix yep. <laughs> real quick, you know what I mean? And so you consume a lot of content. And then, you know, as a, you know, aspiring writer, you know what I mean? I'm yep. like, oh, manage your time right. You know, you can't just sit and watch the world. You got to, you know, create your own universe. Create, you know? yep. And it's like, so I, I'm very picky, you know what I mean, about mm-hmm. where I'm going to put that time, you know what I mean? So I, I listen to Joe Rogan a lot. I watch, you know, certain things. I'm, I'm, I've, I've been able to avoid sort of the, you know, the dearth of, you know, what, you know, content consummation can be if you're not. Yes. 
And this is just a joy because it, it doesn't feel just like watching my sister. It feels like watching something dope. And it doesn't wow. just feel like watching my sister in something dope. It feels like watching something dope with my sister in it that's pivotal for the time. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, for real, for real. Like, you know, that's why I, I think why I was thinking about Battlestar Galactica because I remember we used to – Remember, like, we used to watch, that was an appointment. Religiously, like, yes. Appointment the TV, so you had to, there wasn't no DVR and all that. Uh-uh. Show up uh-uh. You had to show up, you had to make time. Right. And it, it sucked, you know what I mean? And yeah. And just, we were lucky that the things that we got given, like, I think The Hulk was a really good series. Yeah. Um, what else was, um, Ash was a good series. Yes. Um, what else? In its way, like um, like the Dallases and the, the Dallases were. I used to watch those with y'all. You know, Dallas and uh, what was it? Uh, Falcon, Falcon Crest. Crest. Yes, yep. Dallas, Dallas Falcon Crest, and what was the one that took place with Denver Carrington? Um, that was wait, no, that was Falcon Crest, wasn't it? No, that was uh, Falcon because Falcon Crest was the one in in Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh, what was it? Dynasty. Dynasty. Yep. Yep. That was. You know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Rick yeah. We had yeah, Dynasty growing up, and we had Mark Morgan Bowler. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I mean, appointment. Uh, the point is that we come out of the appointment viewing uh, era. And yeah. Then, then you know. When the internet hit, it was still, you know, TV still mattered. Right. And then the, the cord cutters came along, what would you say, about seven, eight years ago. That got to be a thing, thing, you know. Yeah. TV was really just these streaming services. And and then mm-hmm. so in that pantheon of things, Game of Thrones comes to mind. Like, Game of Thrones. Well, you want some Game of Thrones shit. I'm not bullshitting. It's just like, <laughs> there are, no, seriously, there are... There are, you know, there's a dirt, there's you, I don't need to tell you, there's a ton of content out there. Yeah. A lot of it is not worth the time that you end up finding out it wasn't worth it. <laughs> You're like, damn, I needed that hour back cat. I'm never going to get it back again. But it's like, you know, there are still there are still these these viral content moments. That's why I love the industry that you're in and what I'm getting into because yeah. you still have the opportunity to Harry Potter yourself or do something yeah. that grabs everybody, you know, collective attention and gives people like a place to put you know have that time online like well spent so well done yeah thank you that means a lot thank you it means a lot to be able to just you know between you and and, and joy the (laughs) example is it's like i was thinking about this the other day i said when when y'all went to montbella back to back right back back to the story yeah she was she was bad she was valedictorian wasn't she was she i think it was I have to go look. I think it was, I think it was Sal Sal, but it might have been Sal Val. Still high bar, and I gave myself yeah. a whole four years, uh, or I had you know what I mean, a four years in between. And then you get to Mont Bello, and you're just like, you are like, oh man, another young woman. And I'm like, it's not the same. I'm more, <laughs> I'm, more I'm more, I'm more Damon Hellstrom than. And Miss Fane, Miss Fane, and, and certain teachers were just so like. God, we thought we'd get a three for three out of that, but <laughs> but no, actually they did. I know. I and, and you know I I my point is is that it is 
not only motivation, it's like the coolest thing ever to watch your two older siblings do pretty much what has been the mold, you know what I mean, that you guys have been on, you know what I mean? Like, you're the first people that I know that travel to Europe. Well, besides my wow. Mom, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Seriously, yeah. like, you guys tackled and big goals yeah. and, and accomplished, and that's just cool as shit to watch, you know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean? No matter who yeah. thinks they know you, when you're giving your Emmy Award winning speech, I know I'll be third or at least second in line. You know what I mean? For the- uh, no, no, you guys are on the same line. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. No, you it's, guys are on the same line. No, it's tight. It's tight. And it's like, so, like, what, what does the series, what do you feel like if you're predicting, what does the series hold? For your character, uh, there's parts that I saw that I'm just like, mm, I don't like that. You know, the, the cancer thing, I'm just like, I don't like that. I don't like that. And when they tell you those things, so how does that, when they tell you that, and I, I know you can't give away. Right. When they tell you that, what is your ex? How do, do you know what I'm trying to ask? Like, when they tell you that, how do you feel about your characters? I mean, how does that It was weird. It felt really weird. It was just like, oh, okay. Huh. Okay. I will factor that in. And right. um, it felt like, um, you know, it was kind of a chance to face it. Sure. You know, it was a chance to face it. And wow. that was um, a little bit scary. Yeah. Um. I don't know that I did a very good job of facing it. Um, I, I think because I think that uh, there was a part of me that kind of um, was going la 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 la. I got my hands over my hands la 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 because I got all this other stuff I got to do la 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 la. Right, right. Um, but there was there were a couple of points where it was just like okay because you know that's. That's something that we have in our family. I was just going to say, and, was there a part of you in your la-la line you don't want to hear it? Was there a part of you that was taking the, maybe something that, you know, we experienced, obviously, definitely the breast cancer? And then, you know, it's like, well, there's that in-your-face part of it. It's in-your-face, yeah, you know, definitely. And, you know, and then it's like, you know, that experience, you know, for everyone, it brings to call your own mortality. You know, you it you, does. You miss your person. You think about your person, and then the next thing you know, think about is, oh, you know what I mean? Like, so I could imagine that that as cathartic as it could be would also be something as just, um, wow, like method acting to the whatever degree. That yeah. that had to be interesting to have to contend with those emotions. It was weird because, you know, like with us, you know, mom made the choice not to say anything. Right. And um, wow, it was interesting because, I mean, without giving anything away, the decision to speak on something like this uh-huh. um, or not, uh-huh. you know, it's like, oh, that's what the other side of that is. Right. You know, you got jumped like, huh. into into the shoes, yeah, of someone that you know very good that had to make wow that that has to make a decision about how she communicates and carry how she communicates this and how she carries herself. That's Having to make that choice, it, it, it was like oh, right. it it 
it was an interesting perspective. It gave me some interesting perspective. Really? That's yeah, it did. Not tight. Did yeah. You, do you feel like you walked away? I mean, obviously you are intact, but do you feel like you walked away be- better with that new perspective? Like, was there a chance to? There was more under. There was a little bit more understanding. There yeah. was a little bit more understanding. I think, you know, when, like, with what happened with us, where mom just chose not to say anything. I I always respected the choice, but I never quite understood it. Right. And I think that the choices that Louise makes with regard to communicating um, to what is her family, mm-hmm. it just kind of, it, it, it was an interesting, it just was an interesting filter. Yeah. It's an interesting filter. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy, cause it, and you ended up being kind of the right person too, because the the way that you handle it in the show, you know, just keeping it a buck, you know, it obviously it resonates, and we don't want to spoil anything, but obviously it resonates, right? You know, and yeah, whoa, and then the way that you handle it in the show is just kind of like the what if, yeah, you know that we, yeah, the what if is always going to hang out there, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, but it's kind of, rarely do you get a chance in this in in this life to answer that what if and yeah. have it be something that's tangible. I know it's I know it's a show, and it's the same time very much not. You know what I mean? These are artificial mm-hmm. figures that we you know that's the beauty of of what you do, Moonbeam, is that it's like it it's ancient in as much as it's like the Bible that whatever you believe yep. of it, archetypal story. Um, yeah, you know, you go across all these great religions or or ways of being or ways of thinking, and and you find you know Pinocchio. I was taking a, a class, semi taking a class called Maps of Meaning, and just learning how Pinocchio, uh, from an anthropological uh, mm-hmm. standpoint, is mm-hmm. an archetypal story of the human struggle. You know what I mean? And so it's like, wow. With our with our with our history being what it yeah. is. And yeah. to have my sister, to have you, not even from my perspective, from your perspective, for you to be put in a position to be a part of that archetype mm-hmm. in our own personal story. Is in our amazing. own personal story. It's, it's, it's freaky. It it's is. Freak. It's it really, it's amazing. It's freaky. But it's more amazing than it is freaky. Because it's just yeah, kind of like, sure. oh, wow. Just, wow. Okay, my mind is blown right now. Wow. Okay. Right. You know, how we face things. Right. You know, and how we make choices about how we face things, uh-huh. you know, is, um, it's interesting. It, it was just, it was just really, it was interesting. And it actually still sticks with me now that I think about it, you know, it still sticks with me. It's like, because you have a choice and you just, you know, the fact is we do make choices all the time about how we're going to live our lives and how we're going to face our challenges and it's not black and white it's actually not as simple as you would think yeah i'm learning it's not as simple as you think yeah i'm a fool's russian type of cat yeah so am i so am i and so you think that, well, I mean, yeah, it's not simple, but it's, at the end of the day, it's yes or no. It's, of course, it's do or don't. It's, it's right. Like, no, nah, man, there's, 
there's a spectrum of nuance in decision making, even mm-hmm. split second decision making. Um, yeah. That is, I think, often not maybe not overlooked, but it's you know it's it's definitely like taken for granted. You know, it's taken for granted. I think yeah, yeah, that's totally what it is. You know, it's just like it's like no, there's actually a lot more gray here than I expected. Right. A lot more gray. A lot more gray. Mm-hmm. It's really, it was, it was, it's really, it was a gift. It was a real gift. It was. Yeah. It is. And it's the one that keep on giving because season number two coming next, bitches. We ain't going to take tapers. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, I, 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 we don't, who knows? Who knows? I, my hope is that um, it will take and that enough people are um, jazzed by it that there's just, you know, yeah, there's a future for this. Yeah, I think. We just don't know. We just don't know. Well, now let me ask you real quick, like, is a lot of this not knowing I would imagine has to do with the way that things are running uh, in the industry right now, yeah? I think so. I th- I think it was also just, um, it, it, it started out as one kind of animal and turned into something else. It started out as a Marvel TV thing, and then Marvel sort of changed its whole makeup. And so we're a little bit at the mercy of the Marvel gods. And so that's just, that just is what it is. Right. Um, and you, you know, which is why I, I think it's always, it's so funny to be so sanguine about it. You know, you hope you make it to, you to, you hope you make it off the production room floor. Mm-hmm. Then you hope you make it to premiere mm-hmm. and anything else is gravy. Right. Anything else is gravy. You in the gravy now, baby? What you know about this <laughs> girl? Huh? Tell me what it is, movie. <laughs> I'm walking around like, uh, have you seen Hellstrom? Nigga, you. <laughs> what the wrong with you? <laughs> I'm proud of this. I'm happy for Thank you. Thank you. I can choose that I don't think anybody deserves it more in terms of oh. I'm serious yo I know how hard you work I know I know you know what I mean and, and people close you know and it doesn't matter if the world doesn't I just know you know in times when you know your uh, high school big little brother is trying to you know tell you that Denver is a better place to be or whatever I know what you've done to get here and the work that you put in and the sacrifices that you've made and just who you are as a person and how dedicated you are to your craft. And I just don't know anybody that deserves it more. And I'm serious. Oh my gosh. So off top, you know what I mean? Uh, let's get with season two. Stretch, point me to the Marvel Studios who I got to, uh, <laughs> don't call at. Get like, on my knees. Tasting. You know what I'm saying? I got a bat? No, I'm kidding. I got a bat? I got a will. I got a will. I got the will of a Trump supporter. What do you know about it? What the will of a Trump supporter? That's just a lot of will. 
What do you want to know about it? I want to be out here <laughs> foolish. Because <laughs> y'all don't do as I please. No, I'm I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody that does more, and I love you to death. I love you. I love you so much. And I am wow. so proud, so proud of you. you keep I am to. so proud of you. I'm coming. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the Damon Hellstrom in your, in your rear view mirror. I'm serious. Love it. And it's like the ultimate, the, the ultimate carrot is being able to follow in the footsteps of people that you love and respect. Like for real. It doesn't oh my gosh. Mean, it doesn't you have mean. no idea how much that means. Seriously. You will never know how much that means. Well, hopefully really? when we're sipping, uh, I don't know what you sip on. I'll probably have a glass of tequila, maybe some yak. You know what I mean? With <laughs> up, looking down on all that we survey. <laughs> the, world, the world is truly our oyster. And then this, yeah. little, this little triumvirate that you, me, and Joy got going, we'll kick back and have the deep, guttural, evil laugh like, I have the I have the power Thank you so much for talking to me. No. I love you so much. I had to, I had to get this one in because um, it just the time is right, and, and like I'm, I'm happy for my sis, and I'm happy Thank that you. I can do something like this with you. Just I'm, all angles. This, all angles. This, this, this is magic right now, man. This is magic. Thank you so much. I love you. I love you. So much. I said hi. I will. Okay. I'll talk right. to you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. (laughs) I promised myself I wasn't going to cry. Yeah, we cute. (laughs) That's my big sis, man. Um, I don't even really think that there's much more that needs to be said. Um, Shout out to June Carroll. Shout out to Joanne Reed. Uh, Shout out to... Philomena, Dr. Philomena Lomina, who's up there smiling down on her children. Killing it, mama. We out here killing it. Man, I'm so glad that you guys got to ride with me through that. And um, this is how it's going to be from here on out. Um, I appreciate, you know, your your willingness to, to give something new a try. If you made it this far, thank you. Um, this is how we're doing it. 2020 and beyond for me on mine. I'm going to sit with my people. I'm going to talk that real shit. Uh, No pomp, no circumstances. Very dressed down. 
um, and as long format as I can get it to bring you the best content that I can deliver. The whole hard truth. You dig? So, for episode five is in the books. For uh, all of those who, who made it this far, thank you. And uh, we'll be back at y'all next week with Mo. With Mo, because that's how we go. You dig? Wait. Until next time, friends. Wow. By the time we talk next time, there'll be a whole new president. So keep that in mind. If you have thoughts on the show Hellstrom, if you've been watching and you have a favorite character, leave me a line. 415-364-8623. I'll get you on the show. I'll let my sister hear your praise for her great acting skills. Man, that show is a beast. 415-364-8623. That, my friends, is what? The whole hard truth asking for a friend line. Got comments on the show? Want to leave a message for me? Uh, Want to tell me some topics that you think that we should talk about or people that I should run down and, and talk to? Somebody that you know? I mean, I'm trying to get into it with people who aren't your uh, quintessentially you know, high-profile famous that people use to pull people in the podcast. Let's just keep it real. But I got friends in high places. Don't get it twisted. All right, you guys. I've taken it up for your time. I appreciate you giving it to me. We'll be back at you next week. It's The Whole Heart Truth, presented by the DNVR Podcast Network. Anywhere you get your podcast, Google DNVR, Google The Whole Heart Truth. You'll find it. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Gunshot in all your fears.